Wizard of Whiskey presents Swig and Ramble, a podcast for the modern age. Come for the whiskey, stay for the shit show. Featuring Justin Curry at Wizard of Whiskey, Mark Pruitt at Resonant Prose, and Julia Men at The Wee Tipple. And now, pour yourself a drink and enjoy the show. I know you will. Hello, my ramblers. Did you take a wrong turn? Have you lost your way? Whatever your poison, welcome to this most haunting of episodes. Today, we bring you something special, something unworldly, something spooky. Today, we'll be sharing all manner of ghastly tales and stories of ghostly hauntings experienced within the industry. Pour yourself a dram and settle in. Draw your loved ones near, for you never know what's lurking just around the corner. Wait a minute, I thought we were doing the Thanksgiving episode. Oh, god damn it, Mark, fuck off. <laughs> Let me have my moment. Halloween never gets its due. I love Halloween. This is going to be a very exciting episode, in case you couldn't tell. And that's all the time we have. Thanks, Ramblers. All Justin, right, why don't you fun. take us out? I'm going to, guys, I, <clears throat> please uh, follow us on all the social medias, all that stuff. We want to thank you for joining us today. Uh, and there you go. That's Who's got a sours? Who's what? Somebody's got to be irritated about something oh, other than me, me. Pick me, pick me, pick me. Mindy, our illustrious producer. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I, okay. What sours my mash is this week is liars. Um, I shut down my store on Wednesday, which of course, you know, cost me several thousand dollars in potential sales to drive 800 miles round trip to look at a 1967 Mustang. That was not as advertised. This guy just promised up and down and sideways that there was no rust on the car and it ran perfect. And it, it was anything but <laughs> the overdrive didn't work. And the odometer said we were going 90 and we were really going 55. I couldn't get out of the car because every time I pulled on the handle, it locked the door <laughs> and it was covered in rust. So um, I spent all day Wednesday on the road to look at a piece of shit. <laughs> So, liars. That sucks. Yeah, it was a bad day. Yep. Next time you want to look at a piece of shit, just message me and we can just exchange pictures. Oh, there you go. Awkward. Was I I not on mute? I'm sorry. (laughs) You were were not. You are. Your thoughts out loud again, Mark. We've talked about this. Yeah, we have. I know. He always says the quiet parts out loud. Yeah. (laughs) Always the quiet ones. Yeah, but you're not quiet. You're anything but. We can't get you to shut up. <laughs> you're one of those loud serial killers. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm the one that sends the letters that it's cut out of the newspaper and, you know, it, it, it Mag- makes the words. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 We have to guess your poorly worded riddles. To yes, that's right. Them. Yeah. Yeah. You know. They're all from Glamour Magazine, which I don't understand. Like... The typeface and everything is the same. What, what's ours your mash, Mark? Uh, people who like Halloween shit. Hey! People who oh! get overexcited by this stuff. In your box! How dare you! Shots I think you have pissed off. off at least 50% of the uh, show today. No, I just made that up. I, I, You know what? Let the special ones have their day. I'm okay with that. 
at least she didn't get that joke. But anyways, you know what sours my mash is when you're standing in line at a place and you're going to order food and somebody doesn't take the time to read the menu, the menu board, the the nice video menu board, and they go up there and they don't know what the fuck it is that they want. And then they have to ask like a million questions. Does it come with this? Does it not come with this? Can I get it without that? Can you put this on it instead? They order a hamburger and really what they want is they want to turn it into a salad. So um, fuck those people. That's what sours my mash. Yeah. Hallelujah, my friend. Hallelujah. That is frustrating. What the, uh, yeah. Or when they act surprised after all that, that they have to pay and they can't find their credit card. Okay. So when I was working my way through college, I worked in a grocery store and it never, we used to keep a count. And my record was 10 during a shift where people would sit there and they would, I don't know, they're putting their thumb up their ass or whatever it is that they're doing. And I'm done checking everything out and I give them a total and they look at me baffled like they have to pay. And then at that time, do you remember this? Do you remember when people used to write checks? And and people, so, so you, so you, you know, the old lady who pulls her pocketbook out and it's buried under a mountain of, do you remember the little cigarette cases that had the little twisty snap thing and the lighter slid in the outside and the cigarettes were inside? She had to pull that out. She had to do, do this. And then she pulls out her thing. And then she very care- carefully, in cursive writing, writes the fucking check for twenty three ninety eight or whatever the fuck it is. And, and this, by the way, boys and girls, was before cell phones. So these fuckers had zero excuse not to have this shit ready. There were no distractions. They weren't doing anything else. All they had to do was stand at the line and check out. Yeah. Well, there's there was the guy who came in and he insisted on paying for his groceries with Sacagawea dollars. <laughs> and we literally had to tell him, stop it. Stop bringing those fucking things in. But I mean, it's legal tender. It's actual currency. Why would you not take it? Because he was just being an asshole. Still money. <laughs> Come on. It was some guy running around in the store with a Merce. What do you expect? It was, it was Mark. Um, I <laughs> No, I had a fanny pack then. What do you mean? I had a neon green body glove fanny pack that I uh, And to all of our overseas it's- friends... What do y'all think of when uh, Mark says the word fanny pack? <laughs> hey, yo. Hip pack, waist <laughs> pack, whatever. It was the 90s. Come on. We all did stupid shit in the 90s. Uh, uh, well, anyway, what sours my mash is, you know, if anyone who has pets, and I'm watching a friend's pet right now, and that moment where you're walking through the house and maybe you didn't flip on the lights because you know exactly where you're going to in the kitchen or wherever and you step down in the dark and you get that squish. (laughs) Yeah, and uh, you you know you stepped in vomit and it's disgusting and then or or if you've gotten so good, you've had pets for long enough and you've done this enough times, you only start to step down and then you don't put your full weight because you're like, oh my God, what? why is this wet and squishy? And then you lift it up, but the damage is still done. It's all over your sock or your slipper or whatever. I'm like, I didn't actually miss this. So yeah, that was, that was my I got some 
I got some bad news. Your friend is not coming back to pick up their cat because it's been like two months that they've been gone. And you've been talking about that is your cat now. Yes, exactly. This fucking cat has moved in. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Anyway, Justin, what's going on with you, my friend? I it's funny. I actually was going to I was going to be irritated about something very similar. Someone in line, they were returning some things from Amazon. How are you not prepared? But I'm not going to do that one. I'm going to save that one for later. Um, People being completely oblivious to being fucking on this planet. And instead, something else very concerning and very weird happened today. It was, we have auctions, um, raffles, whatever you want to call them, for certain bottles at work. And it's gotten out of control. There's like 400 people on my list for like three bottles of something. Um, I got an email from someone who said, Hi, I'm sorry I'm not able to come pick up my bottle. Can you hold it for me? My mom passed away. And I'm thinking to myself, what a devastating thing to happen in your life. And yet you still either had the time or the mental acuity or just the bottle was somehow in your mind. That's very concerning about how these Allocated bottles have taken over a lot of people's lives. They won't drink anything but an allocated bottle or they they have to have as many allocated bottles as they can. I know I've said this before on other shows, but people, please remove head from ass and <laughs> get on with your fucking life. I, I don't I, I don't have words for these people. Of course I'm gonna set the bottle aside. That's 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 obvious, but it's just such a very sad concerning moment to me uh that that's something that had to be uh that i received that email first of all what the fuck are you doing involved with the machine of causing this bourbon craze why are you even feeding the monster by having the auctions i have no choice we get allocated x bottles i have to give them to somebody i you can give them to me i i'm writing a very strongly worded letter tomorrow and i need to know who your boss is you can email me at fuckoffmark at <laughs> hotmail. Don't, don't, don't we already have that fucking email address? <laughs> Probably. Didn't we already say that that was HR's email address? It's, it's an unfortunate side effect of, of what happens in the industry. Believe me, if I could just sell these to anybody, I would. But if I sell it to one guy or gal, uh, everyone else is like, well, hey, how come you didn't sell it to me? The, the raffle list is actually something a lot of people have appreciated. Everyone that has either one or even people who haven't won have said, this is a great idea. I'm happy to share my techniques with those retailers who are listening. Um, we, can, we can have that conversation. But the second thing that really sours my mash is people who fucking believe in ghost stories. And for some odd reason, I'm sitting here doing a podcast episode about ghost stories. Yes. Ooh. I wow. would go along with you, but we didn't even pay for that what? sound effect. That was that was. <laughs> no, we paid a lot of money for that. Yeah, that was a that was a download. It was free. Was That's free the high production value of this show. Uh, you, you know what, Justin? I think you're gonna have a lot more fun if you start drinking. And so, I I mean, I know I have a drink. What spirited sips does everyone have tonight? I I'll start. I have some boo cider jesus christ i gotta go this is gonna be the longest fucking episode of my life 
Yeah, but at least Julia has some fun. Okay, so let me let me wait a minute. Let's back up here and let's set up the visual, okay? Because that that helps the situation oh, a yeah. little bit more. Your, before you, we, you have your ears. Yes. Hold on, I'm yes. gonna do a screenshot while Mark's talking. Well, I um, did take a picture with with my phone just a few minutes ago before we started. But yes, take a screenshot. But so we had a discussion beforehand, like, hey, let's let's kind of get into the spirit of the moment and do a few things. Mindy's got this lovely crown on the top of her head. By the way, we totally glanced over the fact that we now have producer Mindy on the show joining us uh, permanently. That'll be something that we'll cover. Uh, we'll we'll widely spread that around with a press announcement, and the world will rejoice saying her name. But welcome, producer Mindy. Um, yes, Julia. Yes, Julia is. I'm not really too sure what julia is wearing i think she's wearing like a spooky so flannel robe and then she's oh. wearing this well, this yeah. witch hat wearing it's, it's, robe because witches like to be cozy it's like some vague cross between like victoria's secret and big lots it's just this kind of strange flavor that i'm not sure i'm able to interpret and i'm wearing an iron maiden t-shirt mm -hmm. it is like four sizes too small because i bought it when i was in high school it's from 1991 uh, and I'm wearing the trademark horns. So um, we decided to get into the spirit of the episode. Oh, we did. Um, if you are a sharp member of the audience, you noticed that perhaps there was a name missing from the list to where I described. And Mr. Stick in the Mud, Tears on His Birkenstocks, Justin is not dressed up for the occasion. And he so. came as an angry terrorist, right? I, I did. I came as myself. Yes. <laughs> So, uh, what is everyone else drinking? <laughs> what were you drinking, Julia? I interrupted you. I'm yeah. sorry. Boozy cider. Yes. Please don't do that again. I, I, I have no words. I, I made hot cider with bourbon in it because it's delicious and it's very Halloween-y appropriate. Producer Mindy, what are you drinking? <laughs> um, I have got some um, Highland Park Magnus. Um, I had grand plans to make a spooky cocktail and ran out of time, but... Um, in a recent tasting, um, I was told that because of COVID and um, working restrictions and stuff that Magnus was no longer in production, they were discontinuing it. So perhaps once it runs out, sad story. Trigger happy, Justin. What do you, uh, is your, is your mixing chemicals that. that are volatile? What are you? that's why you're here you're hr just step in um i actually don't know what i'm drinking yet i'm gonna look it up while i'm on this episode i'm drinking sample number 42 for my american whiskey book um it first hit me it was vastly did you unpleasant. fucking pay for that did you pay for that plug haven't we discussed this stop fucking plugging shit that you're not paying for <laughs> um i'm so, just fucking kidding plug your book all so, you want I, I your know books, right? your books. Your book's never coming out. I mean, it's. I, I'm hoping it does. I have got to finish this fucking thing. It's been 25 years. Um. So sample number 42. Um. By the way, we, you guys uh, that follow us, you've seen our socials. You know we do blind tastings. We actually do those blind. In case you were wondering. Uh. So I don't I even know what this is. I have to blind myself beforehand, and then I bring my sight back by eating yeah. a lot of carrots. Have you seen the one that Julia does? Accurate. The, the video of Julia is a really good video. No, when I'm not going down that road. What's in your fucking glass, man? There's one in particular of oh, Julia that you guys got to go and that. watch. That's a good video. 
Mark, what are you drinking? <laughs> I am drinking something that is very appropriate, actually. And you'll you'll hear me talk about this later, but I'm drinking a little slain Irish whiskey. Ooh. All right. So I guess we're no longer like talking about what we're drinking. We're just telling you what we're drinking and we're not doing tasting notes. We're gonna skip the tasting notes um, today. It and is, I think we're just gonna jump right in, right? It, it's it's very Irish whiskey. How's that? Okay. Perfect. That's a beautiful tasting <laughs> note. We'll send that to the producer. I mean, we have a lot of fun, interesting, haunting stories to get through tonight. I mean, I'm very excited. Uh, so as our intro suggested, we are going to be sharing ghost stories, kids. We're talking about ghost stories tonight. So Julie is very excited and hopefully everyone else is too. And uh, if they're not, hopefully Justin will get drunk enough that he'll loosen the fuck up and have some fun. Before so- there's a puddle on the floor, why don't you go first? Also pass. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, so these are stories we have gathered from friends, ramblers, industry members, the internet, ancient lore, all sorts of places. So honestly, we haven't done our due diligence on these, but also it's ghost stories. Who knows if they're real or not? That's the whole point about ghost stories. So don't harsh our jam because this is just meant to be fun. Okay, cool. Now that the ground rules are laid, let's get into Tales from the Crypt. Uh, This first submission is by a future rambler, Stephen D. This was our place in Riverside, California. The home was a Victorian farmhouse and they had moved it from next to the Mission Inn on top of the park. Supposedly, it had always been a rental property. Looking in all the bar mirrors created a weird infinity effect. The cat in the house looked to play with a ghost cat. People thought they photographed weird shadows drinking in the bar with us. The parlor doors would close on their own. There was a really dead looking tree on the property and one day it was cut down by the owner. That night at 3.33 a.m., the hard of hearing alarm clock, flashing light, sleep buzzer, that hadn't worked in a year had been, and had been shopping to replace the light, sitting unplugged on the dresser, turned on, flashing the light in the radio portion spoke, hello, through it. Dun, dun, dun. Freaky shit, kids. Freaky shit. Uh, I, I, I think Zach Bagans should be threatened by your delivery of, of that particular story. You should be I, on Ghost Hunters. I should be. Okay. <laughs> is that a show? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. That is. Mark, what do you got? Sorry, Justin. I didn't mean to disturb you under the rock. You haven't crawled out from under in the last twenty. You don't know who fucking Mark Cohn is, and you don't know who Zach Bagans is. Jesus I know Mark Christ. Cohen. I don't know who the other guy is. I don't watch that much television. I don't watch television either, but at least I know who the guy is. Jesus really Jones. dark under the rock he grew up under. Well, it you was... know. I think his well, memory made it a cave reference. That's nice. <laughs> I think maybe his mem- memory's been affected by the fumes of the explosives. I don't know. I, it's just HR at swigandramble.com. Don't email me. I need a buzzer button. <laughs> <laughs> Order that on Amazon. You, you do. It's called the mute button. Yeah. <laughs> Remind me to make Mindy the host from now on. <laughs> so my story, the next story, is the Spanish Spectre. Glendronic, who does something very scary and 
chill filtering their whiskey is also known for pioneering sherry cask whiskey maturation. Legend has it that a Spanish lady traveled from Spain to Scotland in an Oloroso sherry barrel and arrived at Glendronic Dunnage Warehouse. Who edits this shit? Shouldn't we have gone through this? There's like words missing here. I can't work with this stuff. Come on. I'm trying to be words. Trying to be dramatic. Going from the warm Spanish climate to the dreary shores of Scotland was unsettling, and she stumbled upon a hidden tunnel which led to the Glen House. It was built in 1771 and was used to house many of the distillery managers. She came to appreciate the spirit there, both human and liquid, and her ghost still lingers. The Spanish specter has been seen over the years in the front room of the Glen House and in the bedroom, aptly named the Glendronic. I have no idea what any of that means. Uh, it means that a Spanish lady ended up in Scotland and now haunts Glendronic. So I'm keen because I know our ramblers are avid travelers and we also have some members in Scotland. Has anyone been to Glendronic and perhaps come across the Spanish specter? I'm sorry, my hearing is perhaps, did you say you're peeing? What? What did you say? What? I'm, I'm confused. You're, st- you're what? Seen the Spanish oh. specter. I'm confused. I'm I'm out of your ears. (laughs) He's an old man. He has some wax. Uh, Should go see a doctor. Justin, what uh, is we need to move past this mark debacle? All right. So we we reached out to some people uh, via the various social medias and you know telepathically and all that jazz. Uh, to see if they could share some stories, because um, we're we're not just a, a regional podcast or a local podcast. We're a global podcast. One might say universal. Um, so uh, Matt shot us a message about the City Tavern in Philadelphia. Apparently it's closed uh, now because of the pandemic, but um, apparently it had been open since the late 1700s. Uh, the founding fathers... Uh, Apparently they adjourned uh, there after the Continental Congress. Um, It's changed hands quite a bit. Um, And there's quite a few tales of basement ghosts. I don't, I don't really, you may hear from my voice. I don't really believe this stuff. Um, I'm really bad at telling ghost stories. Um, So yeah. Apparently, uh, the basement would use for less than savory meetings in the early days, and occasionally a deal would go wrong and someone would get shot. Um, interesting. I wonder, like, okay, so here's my thing. Are they, is this like muskets? Or are we like waiting for someone? You're in an argument. Are you waiting for someone to load their fucking musket? What is happening right now? I. It said it opened right. in the late 1700s and that right. it was known for being the bar that the founding fathers adjourned to during the Continental Congress. Right. But it's We're talking about 200 plus years of unsavory, illicit history. So guns. Like, like mobsters all- or like back in yeah. the. OK, well, that's what I'm asking. Like, are these. Are these muskets or are these Tommy guns? There's a there's a. Oh, my God. I'm sorry, but if all oh. sorts of guns, all the guns. OK, yeah. All right. So ghosts were apparently seen uh, in the basement from the waist up. 
very hold still, ye scag scallywag, whilst I load my musket. Exactly what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. I'm like, I'm sorry, but if even if you're a ghost, and this is another thing about ghost stories, what really bother me about every film ever, the people are paralyzed by fear and they wait for the ghost to attack them. I'm sorry. I'm not waiting for you to attack me. I'm attacking you first. Okay. How, how are you attacking a ghost? <laughs> I'm attacking a ghost. I'm sorry. That's no. Ghost. Are, are you going to finish the story? No? Didn't you're, I? Oh my God, you're just, you're just leaving it? What? You didn't I, talk about the renovations. Oh my renovations. God. You just don't even. You're not. <laughs> oh my God, Justin. Okay, guys. I'm so, I thought he would be up to the challenge of telling ghost stories. Obviously, he has not had enough to drink. <sighs> no, but I did find out what I am drinking, and I will mention that in just a moment. Um, cool. Cool. Anyway, Who else has got a story? God, going on from this debacle. Let's let's go back because I have an actual. Well, yes, an actual ghost story from a time that I was. At, hold on. Let's go back. No. <laughs> oh, hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. I'm going to stop the show here because I think we're being haunted by a ghost and the ghost is fucking with us. So um, the stories got moved around on the screen that we're sharing. Remember, when we record this, we can kind of see each other. And I think we've got a little bit of a poltergeist going on. So me even scarier story here i'm the voice of reason i'm bringing us back um where that were we scary. <laughs> who who's who's next mindy okay I mindy yes. <laughs> yeah so this is not so much a haunting as much as it is a foreshadowing in 1700 the laird of clan campbell evicted a wise old seer from her home on the island of jura Blessed with the gift of the third eye and incested her treatment, she prophesied that when the last Campbell left Jura, he would be one-eyed and his belongings would be drawn in a cart by a white horse. Fast forward a couple hundred years to 1938. Charles Campbell, a veteran of the Great War and blind in one eye from his service, headed down an ancient pier for the last time on a cart that was drawn by a single white horse. It is claimed that day, the sound of the cart on the tracks could be heard for miles. Jared even created a whiskey to commemorate this legend called Prophecy. Has anyone tried that whiskey? We'd be interested to know. Does it, does it taste like legends mm -hmm. and prophecy <laughs> and a curse? Um no, but I, I understand superstition now. The Jura yeah. superstition, yeah, yeah. So, uh, okay. yep. there you go. Maybe it tastes like a salty old ghost's third eye. <laughs> God. And that's a tasting note for a letter. What yeah. the hell is a girl named Molly? What What is... Well, this is something actually quite interesting that I have sort of a firsthand account of because I used to volunteer at Black Bear Distillery in Colorado and they have their own ghost. So the story goes that a young girl drowned in the lake of Green Mountain Falls, which is where Black Bear Distillery is located. And what her connection to the distillery was is still unknown, 
but apparently she's haunted the building ever since. And her activity is mostly left to the shadows. You can see her out of the corner of your eye or hear audible footsteps. But she did wish the owner a very clear good night shortly after he bought the building. The distillery manager has seen her four times since April of 2020, and children visiting the distillery with their parents have often asked about the little girl playing in the hallway. And one visitor in 2016 said that she could feel the girl's spirit and that her name was Molly. And therefore, they have called her Molly to this day. And there it is. It's very interesting stuff, because these are people I know in person, and I've been at that distillery. And yeah, okay. Okay. Get behind oh, that. True story. Related. We moved yeah. into this. We moved into this house 20 years ago. And one of the first stories that we heard about this neighborhood is there was a very unfortunate accident and a small child on an adjacent street darted out between two parked cars and was hit by a moving vehicle and was killed. Uh, a sad story and a sad event. This was many years before we moved in, and we didn't have kids at the time, so it was just my wife and I, and uh, sometimes I would be sitting in a room on the computer, and I could, my peripheral vision was down a hall, and no shit, my, in my peripheral vision, I would catch a small child poking their head into frame and out of frame. Oh my God. And it happened several times. Um, when we had children, it stopped. Hmm. Okay. Haven't seen it. Haven't seen, haven't seen it since we've had children. Wow. I, I have a, I, here's my question about your story. Yes. Julia, not yours, Mark. Oh, fuck you. Um, what kind of parents are bringing their children to a distillery tour? It's a, it's a very small, intimate, family-friendly sort of thing. Take them around. Family-friendly distillery. Yeah. I mean, it's... You're it's a little Johnny. I try to like this. an oxymoron. <laughs> uh, yeah. We come on in, kids. We've got... You know what? Grains. It used to be a restaurant as well. So that's why all okay. children on the distillery tool tour will be given a dram and a puppy from now on all distilleries must have ball pits end of story. All right. <laughs> um, <clears throat> uh, for all you lovers out there, you may have heard, I added that cause it wasn't originally <laughs> typed in there. Uh, you may have heard of one if by land two if by sea, that is my dog barking, ruining the podcast. Give me one moment. Oh, he's ruined. All right, so take care of the dog. He's fine. One of by land, two of by sea. Did you kill uh, him and bury him out back? That's what it sounds like when you're like, took care of the dog. <laughs> so, I, uh, so I have a, I have a question. Yeah. We have gotten so fucking one if one of by land, so two of by sea. How is that romantic? I'm, I'm just. Is there something I, I'm missing? Or, I'm, I'm working on it. Apparently, is this like the Statue of Liberty thing or? I'm not wearing underwear or what, what is uh, apparently it's on the, the, the list for lovers. I don't, I don't really know. Um, but it might be on your radar for those romantic nights, like anniversaries and Valentine's day. However, there was a darker side to this 18th century carriage house in the West village. 
Rumor has it that at least 25 spirits haunt the legendary New York space. Most notably, notorious Alexander Hamilton. No, Alexander Hamilton killer. Oh my God, learn to read. Most notably, notorious Hamilton killer, former former vice vice president. president. Oh, it's just a long run on sentence. I understand now. Okay. This is a a live show run by professionals. I just want you all to know that. If you can see what was happening. It really is. If you Mindy's can see what was happening, yes, Mindy has her hand in her face. Yes. She's doing the Captain Picard face palm. Yep. Okay. So Staff apparently, after the, show, the ghost promptly. of Aaron Burr, right? Aaron Burr, who murdered Aaron, in cold blood Alexander Aaron Hamilton. Burr. <clears throat> it is said that Burr and his daughter Theodosia creep on creep on guests. What kind? Of, what kind of, was it a rap video? Um, and staff with reports of flickering lights, throwing plates, and that she likes Ooh. to pull off ladies' earrings at the bar. Ouch! I feel like that's a little rapey. That's beyond creepy. Um, other spooky tales are machines inexplicably turning on, chilling cr- drafts, and spine tingles, and even one server getting shoved down a flight of stairs. I feel like that was the manager, not not yeah. Theodosia. <laughs> Somebody pissed off during that. Yeah, shit. legit. You <laughs> fucked up my salad. I said dressing on the side. That was that was what happened there. So, yeah. yeah. Well, we got there in the end, but I mean, I wouldn't put it past Aaron Burr. Is that guy was a total Bird. dick. Aaron Burr was the worst. Yeah. Alexander Hamilton. We would not have the country we have today. We wouldn't have a country today. If it wasn't yeah. Bell, him. Oh, get off of your fucking political soapbox. We're not going down this road. I mean, Jesus it's, fucking Christ. I was eating because yeah. it's Halloween. I was eating some caramel chocolates. Yes, candy. Um, Big surprise. Don't you guys candy. remember the milk commercial from the 90s or whatever? The Aaron Burr milk commercial? Yes. Yes, we all do. <laughs> what is it? Like murder yeah, people real good? Do. Drink milk? No, no, don't, don't you remember the guy was the guy couldn't drink. He couldn't, he couldn't say the word. Aaron he was Burr. listening to the radio and yeah. they said the answer to the trivia question was Aaron Burr, and he had a mouthful of peanut, like butter, peanut butter sandwich or something. something. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And the whole thing was it was got milk because he was like, Aaron Burr, and nobody yeah. could understand. They're like, okay, well, fuck you. Goodbye. You don't have the right yeah. answer. Exactly. Yeah, it was devastating. Frankly, I'm still upset about that commercial. Clearly, so is Mark. Wow. And that was before I probably was ever born. So moving wow. on. Wow. Wow. Mike drop burn. Damn. I Mark may be that old, but I'm not. 50 is nifty, people. That's all I have to say. 50 is nifty. Is that what you just said? That's exactly what I All right, kids. That's all the time we have today for this show. (laughs) Come back next season when we've replaced Mark. (laughs) It's probably going to be relatively soon at the rate that I'm going. You've aged out. Yes, I... I, we got somebody younger. Maybe. Nobody understands my model. humor because I'm old. Yeah, I I didn't understand any of that. So no. moving on. That's okay. You're out of my target audience, anyways. Anyway. Wow. wow, look at the dagger she just shot me. That's worse than usual. It's because of the hat. It's the witch hat. Oh yeah, bringing out my absolutely inner spirits. Secret curses. So I've got a fun one that I really like, and it's actually kind of personal because um, I did have the opportunity to participate in an interview with Alex Cunningham, and we we actually talked about this event. Um, 
while they were searching for a water source at the, uh, at the distillery, when they were going to set the distillery up again, um, Alex hired a guy who was going around and he was drilling into the ground and he's like, this is the spot. This is the spot. And he was saying it was costing him like two grand. So apparently they drilled three holes and they didn't find any water. And so he started to think about other things and he found a guy, he found a water diviner and the water diviner came in and said, ah, you know, whatever, 50 bucks, I'll find it. So the guy walks around the property and he, he does his magical little thing and he waves his divining rod. Oh, don't wave your divining rod. He used his divining rod and he uh, found a spot and said, you need to dig her. So uh, the guy brought out the drill, the ground drill, and drilled into the ground and $2,000, and he hit water. That's not the end of the story. So um, the person who pointed out the new spot for the water said, hey, have you negotiated with the fairies over there? And they're like, uh, what are you talking about? Oh, yeah, there's a, there's a little... Uh, enclave of fairies over there and if you if you plan on making a distillery maybe we better negotiate with them so he says well fuck yeah let's go let's negotiate with them so of course um they went over there worked a little bit of magic and he moved the fairies to a nearby lime grove and things worked out well for both parties slain as i am drinking tonight slain irish whiskey triple casked um it is a beautiful irish whiskey if i do say so myself and i'm on my third glass so i'm a little more haunted as usual but whatever that's a different story so it is said that the fairies watch over the maturation of the casks and every once in a while they probably take a little hit of what's in the casks and uh that is affectionately known as the fairy share so that is an up close and a personal story. It's absolutely 100% true too. Love it. And so the diviner cost ended up costing like 500 bucks or something ridiculous. Yeah. It was the best 500 bucks Alex had ever spent. That said. is correct. He did actually, he said that that is a verbatim quote and I'm not, I'm not being facetious for once. That's actually absolutely true. He did say that, that, yeah. that was the best money that he had spent in a long time. And he was very pleased with it. Good stuff. Well, our next haunted story or stories rather come from my hometown, um, San Antonio, Texas. San Antonio's history is filled with violence, blood, and tortured souls unable to move on. Seriously, y'all, everything, every building in the downtown area has some sort of ghost story. Um, you may already be familiar with the haunting grounds of the Alamo, the Manger Hotel, the Black Swan Inn, and the railroad tracks at Chain Road. But if you're in the mood for a drink to go along with your ghostly whispers, San Antonio has a haunted pub crawl that you can attempt with five stops along the way if you're brave enough. Here we'll discuss two of those stops. But for even more stories, keep an eye on our social media the week of Halloween as we'll be posting little tidbits. The first stop we're going to take is the Haunted Cadillac Bar. Located in part of San Antonio that dates all the way back to the days of the Alamo, it is located just less than a mile from where the Alamo still stands and around the corner from the courthouse, 
which was the site of many public executions, and it's built on top of a burial ground, the ghostly trifecta if there ever was one. Rumor has it that the original owners sealed off the basement because they were unable to deal with the paranormal spirits roaming around the property. Guests claim to have witnessed a tall, thin man, possibly the former owner, standing by the basement entrance as if he is guarding it. Also, one of the Cadillac's more frequently seen ghosts is Beatrice. Beatrice is said to have been a former employee of the building, possibly a prostitute, and during her time working in the building, she developed quite the reputation for being an unpleasant person. Apparently, her unhappy disposition is even worse now that she's a ghost, as she wrecks havoc in the kitchen by way of throwing utensils across the room and obnoxiously turning the faucets to the sink off and on. Not exactly malevolent, but still rather hostile behavior. Yeah, that would be obnoxious. (laughs) So what's the other story? And our second ghostly tale coming from San Antonio is about the Rebel Bar at St. Anthony Street Hotel. If you like a lady in red, then you'll love the paranormal spirits supposedly haunting the women's restroom at Rebel within the St. Anthony Hotel. When washing their hands, female guests have witnessed a woman in a red dress running into a stall with heels tapping the floors, only to slowly fade away. This lady in red is said to have died of a heart attack shortly after her restroom break. Her blind date must have been terrible. Wow. <laughs> and it Awkward. sounds almost like a, a moaning myrtle haunting a bathroom. It really does. <laughs> oh, man. If, okay, here's a fun little question before we wrap up. I know we're short on time and Justin's getting antsy. But if you could haunt any room in any sort of house or where any sort of place that you would want to haunt, where would it be? Not a bathroom. <laughs> yeah, I would, I would probably haunt a conservatory. Sounds about right. What about you guys? Uh, my wife says bathroom, which, <laughs> which sounds about right. Um, that she would haunt a bathroom or she thinks you would haunt a bathroom? I believe that she would haunt a bathroom. I wouldn't haunt anything. I have too much shit going on um, in the afterlife to... You just want a peaceful end? I do. I want to read all the books I didn't get a chance to finish <laughs> in life. So I'm busy with that shit. So You clearly have to haunt a bar because drunk people are easier to fuck with. It's very I, mean, I feel like that would be lost on drunk people, though. Yeah. Like... Maybe. Yeah. So anyway. Um well but I don't fucking get to give mine. Like I'm just just waiting and I've I've got this great witty answer and now the moment has passed. So fuck you guys. I don't want to give my answer. Okay, okay. watch cool. say just right. Mark's answer. Yeah, I'm gonna do this wrap up. Sweet, my producer. I'll give the obvious answer. I want to haunt the girls' locker room. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness that was neither witty nor good and i'm so i'm so glad we waited for that um all right well ramblers thank you so much for joining us um happy comedic timing is impeccable um, wait, oh just, still just like well. that just like that happy halloween to all the ramblers out there please make sure to check your kids candy of course i'm sure you all do because you're all good pe- good people if you're listening to this show um yeah we're gonna 
we're going to do a couple of cool things. We're going to do some additional stories because we couldn't get to them all tonight. Um, so listen in the week leading up to Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Halloween. I'm already there. I'm Happy Indy, Racing baby. Halloween. It deserves its time. I feel like it doesn't. It's not a thing. Um, but for those of you, I love candy corn. We're going to, we're going to, I'm going to do a whole candy corn thing. Um, next year, we're going to do our, our, our annual uh, Halloween and, and pairing Halloween candy pairing. We're going to do all that next year. Um, but in the meantime, um, check into our social medias. We're going to have uh, a cool little ghost story every day leading up to Halloween. So Mark, bring us on, man. Okay. So confession time. Oh, fuck. Yeah, God. exactly. I, I'm going to, I'm going to take, I'm going to, I'm taking the political soapbox and I'm changing it into Mark's soapbox here. I just want to say that through, through a series of events over the last couple of months uh we've we've been working on the show but uh maybe we've been a little rusty on kind of putting things together so this was like our first show back we we had some planning everything was supposed to go very smoothly we now have producer mindy on the show and now it's a horrible fucking shit show train wreck but that's what you all <laughs> that's what you all came for anyways so yeah, they love um, us. i promise we'll get better i promise we'll get stronger and please join us next time as we discuss those assholes who only want the abomination also known as candy corn and circus peanuts fuck off <laughs> Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Follow us at Swig and Ramble on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter for more fermented fuckery. Cheers!